Disruptive CEO Nation is the place where young entrepreneurs and company founders tell it like it is when it comes to their journey, vision, technology, culture, and whatever they feel like. Your host, Allison K. Summers, believes how you choose to play the world is completely up to you, and her guests prove it. Now let's get disruptive. Hello, this is Allison K. Summers and another episode of Disruptive CEO Nation. And for this episode, we have reached far and we are reaching from Chicago down to Australia to listen to our next guest, um, whose mission is to delight the world through gamification. And I love it when you, when you get to meet her and you go to her website um, she has her kind of tagline as dreamer, maker, and ass kicker. So Kirsten, <laughs> welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. So tell us, give us all of your details. Tell us who you are, where we can find you, and more about what you do. Sure. So I'm Kirsten Oberpriller. I'm co-founder of PentaQuest. And PentaQuest is a company that uses gamification to help clients improve a whole range of challenges, whether it's staff engagement, proactivity, um, building a positive culture. Um, and we also use it to um, uh, help customers, citizens and students get more out of, um, out of their experience there. Um, so that's, that's my main role. Um, I'm also um, a PhD candidate um, at the University of Canberra here in Australia, um, and my, my PhD is in gamification as well. So you could say I'm a little bit, a uh, little bit obsessed. <laughs> yeah, and you're you're um, a TEDx speaker, so I know that if um, people want to find out more, uh, or we can put um, some notes about where they can go and, and hear more about it um, in your presentations. Uh, yeah, absolutely. So tell us about how you became a company founder. So. <clears throat> I guess it's kind of a um, it's, it's kind of a long story in that um, running a business or, or or starting a business was something I'd, I'd thought about um, when it, when I was younger um, I'd never been exposed to the idea of running a business so my, my family had always been employees my father's a scientist and and business was just never part of my world growing up. Um, and it wasn't actually until um, after um, college, um, so in Australia, college is like maybe 18, um, I took a gap year in between um, college and university. And, um, and in that gap year, I, I worked um, for my martial arts uh, instructor running his business. Um, and that really opened up the world of business. And I was like, wow, this is, this is kind of fun. And I really loved uh, creating processes and and designing the business in a way that that would improve um, the value provided for customers and so that kind of sparked something for me and I was like this is really cool one day maybe I'd like to own a business and uh, then uh, I um, at university I studied psychology and commerce um, and I majored in management and marketing and for me uh, as I was studying that people often made the comment that oh psychology and commerce that's a weird combination. Why that doesn't you know? Why are you doing that? Um, and I was always quite perplexed because that kind of always made sense to me. You know, I was like, there's people and there's business that just go hand in hand. Um, and uh, yeah, and so uh, I was also a, an athlete, so I was representing um, uh, my my country in sport. And I was always always looking at ways to like to hack my life 
to increase my performance. Um, and so when, when I graduated, I got a job with a design thinking firm um, and that really opened my eyes to user-centered design and solving problems in creative ways. Um, and so it's through that company that I came across gamification and it was like a light went off. I, I felt like I'd finally found something that connected the, the individual psychology with the ecosystem that is the organization and that can align performance through, through a positive approach. Um, and uh, yeah, and so like I said, that just it really lit, lit a fire in me and um, was doing my PhD and um, I designed a gamification experience for the staff in that company and we sort of had uh, like a leaderboard and teams and a really colourful, interactive, uh, you know, physical space in the office. And I'd have uh, clients come past and be like, what is that? That is really interesting. Um, and, uh, and so then I started um, doing gamification consulting and I got so much demand um, that it made sense to, to spin that off as a separate company. So that's, uh, that's where I am now. Yeah, well, and, and I do love this concept of, you know, nudging collective behaviour. Um, so yeah. how, do you, how do you see um, companies um, coming in and using your services and, and leveraging gamification? Yeah. So, so for those that don't know what gamification is, it's about using game mechanics. So the things that make games fun and applying those to the real world. Um, gamification has been around, but I, I sort of feel like it's been applied um, kind of simply. And so it's been applied through simple mechanics like points or badges or leaderboards and often it's focused on competition and I really think gamification has a lot more to offer than that. Um, so when you design an experience there's so many different um, mechanics that you can choose from and, and my company is really looking at how can we use gamification not in a competitive individualistic way but how can we use it as a team-based collective way um, and when we work with organizations we're often working in how do you improve culture how do you shift behaviors and habits across the organization? Um, so, so really when, when we work with clients, often they're looking at how to use gamification within their teams. Um, but sometimes it can also be looking at um, how do we use it for their customers or their clients as well. So tell us about the, the way that your own culture and your own team comes together to get the job done. Yeah, so we really, we really try to live and breathe our approach as well as our products. So we've got digital gamification products, which we use ourselves <laughs> as well. Um, so that having that integrity was, was really important to me when I founded the, the company. Um, and being gamification, it's about merging play and fun with, with the real world and, and with, with your work. So uh, we don't take ourselves too seriously and we try to bring fun and play into the workplace as well. Um, and, uh, and, and part of, I guess, having people have fun at work is, is bringing their whole selves to work. Um, so I, I don't like the idea of having a professional mask that you wear and then your real life and that, that being separate. Um, that's just fundamentally wrong, I think. You know, if we spend eight hours sleeping and eight hours working and then we spend eight hours watching TV, that's not a life. You know, whereas if you think about 16 hours being your life and some of that you work and some of that you do other activities. Um, so so for, I'm guessing there's no Navy suits in your staff. <laughs> absolutely not. <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, in fact, I often, I'm often barefoot in the office because I just prefer to be barefoot. So, <laughs> um, yeah, so, so we only hire people that, that 
that kind of share those values and that's really important especially as a young company um, and and we really hire people that believe in gamification and that, that, that are hungry to apply it and grow it as well as to grow themselves um, and we're also quite diverse so um, we've got a whole bunch of different people from from different backgrounds doing different things and it's all of that together I think that makes that makes our culture unique um, so it's about embracing what makes us human uh, it's about embracing diversity and different points of views to be able to um, solve uh, Problem, pro problems creatively um, and we also um, believe in giving our, our team um, autonomy so we're flexible working arrangements a lot of trust lo lots of autonomy yeah and when you say autonomy um, you also have a network of uh, external contractors right that work with you it's yes. full-time direct employees it's a network um, yeah exactly and does that network have to be physically close to you or are some people far away um, remote yeah Absolutely. So um, our, our full-time and part-time employees are here in, in Canberra. Um, um, one of them is about to go to, to um, San Francisco for a couple of months as well. Um, so that's sort of our core team. But um, we've also got um, a contractor in Thailand. So, so he'll come on for specific uh, projects or, or particular um, things that we need him to work on. So it's like a project-based um, based time. Um, we've also um, got a connection with the Australian National University here. So we've got um, some students that are, that are working with us for the next six months to, to build something. Um, and we've also got partners. So um, whether they're, um, you know, things like virtual reality or augmented reality or, or different types of specialisations. Um, and so I, I view all of them as, as, as my team. Um, but they definitely don't need, to be, um, don't need to be physical, don't need to be in the same time zone. Um, very, uh, yeah. Uh, can be can be all over the world, all sorts of different um, different roles. So I'm going to jump to a question that we didn't chat about when we were first getting to know each other, and that is, as a first time company founder navigating all of the the business processes, because we all know uh, the governments don't make it that easy to to <laughs> and understand your business. Um, where where are you looking to for like your mentoring or your business advice to make sure that you're keeping your eye on everything in your company? And this is a really good question, and I think it's a, it's something that that I'm continually looking at. Um, so um, my my co-founder, I really respect. Um, he's he's got um, some. Uh, other business experience as well. So, so I've, I've, he's not so much a mentor, but I definitely respect him from business. So that's that's one source of um, of, of advice or experience that I tap into. Um, my my previous boss um, from the design company um, Think Place, uh, the founder there is just amazing, <clears throat> and I really um, admire him for his leadership skills and his style. Um, <clears throat> so I've managed to to rope him into um, having like a monthly catch up where we'll go for a walk and we'll discuss. Um, uh, anything and so that's a really nice nice way to, um, to to get into that as well but I'm always looking at to, to learn from a whole range of people so I think mentoring isn't just formal arrangements or just from someone who's more experienced than you but really can be a whole range of, of, of sources and, and different people so I kind of look at different people and say wow you do that really well I really admire that like how, how do you do that um, so I can try to replicate it in, in myself mm -hmm. and so where are you? Because you're you're kind of at the the earlier stages of of your corporate growth, and so if we talk to you in a couple of years, you know what's what's the vision? Where where do you hope to be and, and take this? Yes, yes. Well, that's very it's very it's very exciting. So. Um, so in, in a couple of years, Pentacrest will have helped tens of thousands of teams across the world. Um, we're going to help them be more productive. We're going to help them function better. 
Um, they're going to feel more, more happy at work. They're going to feel more connected with their team and their organization's goals. Um, and that will be through our gamification consulting services and our gamification products. Um, I also see that gamification will become a bit more accepted and a bit more normalized because um, it is still an, an evolving field, which is part of what, what makes it exciting to, to work in it. Um, and I see that it will have matured and, and morphed potentially into something different, whether it's merging with VR or artificial intelligence or, or anything like that. Um, and I also see that, that um, data-driven behavioral insights and nudges will be, will be more, more part of it. So, so it's, it's really exciting um, to, to be part of um, the industry as well as as a company really pushing where gamification can go and really, uh, yeah, really taking it to that next level, uh, pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> and do you find that, um, I mean, I think gamification is for, for everyone. I, I don't think that this is one of those things that crosses generations, correct? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. In fact, the, the average gamer in Australia, at least, is, is 34. Um, so it's not, you know, the, the pimply teen in the basement that you might expect. Um, so definitely gamification is for everyone. And there's um, some, some recent studies that came out that, uh, you know, people in their 40s and 50s are quite, um, are quite avid game, game players as well. Whether or not they identify as gamers is different and they might play different kinds of games or different kinds of platforms. But it's definitely, definitely for everyone. Yeah, and I think in... In, in corporate, well, any kind of business, but certainly in larger corporations, I mean, you've got a different challenges, right? You can use gamification for customer engagement or for your, your audience or for your internal teams and, and culture. And we talk a lot about, um, you know, talent acquisition and retention. And mm. I think for any company that using a tool like this to give them the edge in any one of those arenas is is completely worth looking into. I mean, if it, if it is just when you talk about either moving human performance um, to get things done or just in terms of giving people a happy work environment that they want to have as their choice for their place of employment, um, I can see so many things that, that your organization could help people with. So on that note, how do people get a hold of you? Can you tell us again um, if people want to find out more about you or your company? reach you what should they do absolutely so um you can obviously hop online have a look at the website so www.pentaquest.io um or they can email me direct very happy um to, to answer any questions that way uh so that's kirsten k-e-r-s-t-i-n at pentaquest.io um or you can have a look at my ted talk as well um if you type in gamification ted talk or uh you know nudging collective behavior ted talk um that that should come up as well Kristen, I just I thank you so much for taking time to share with us at Disruptive CEO Nation. I think everybody needs in their network a person like you whose mission is to light <laughs> the world. I think that is completely fantastic, and um, it makes me want to go home and look in the mirror and go, "Okay, wait, maybe we need to um, make some adjustments here to get some more happiness." Um, absolutely, add a bit more play, bit of play yeah. and fun. <laughs> Absolutely. So thank you so much. Appreciate it very much. If you listen to this podcast and you liked it, please forward it, share it with somebody else, tell your network. If there is a company founder, young professional entrepreneur who's changing technology, culture, the way that we go to business, um, send me a note at connect at connect at allisoncasummers.com and I would be happy to talk with them. Thank you, everyone. This show has been produced by Market Domination, LLC. 
To discover how you can have your own show completely done for you and turn it into a real published book and become the authority in your marketplace, go to www.marketdominationllc.com slash podcast offer. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.